When Lou Gehrig took himself out of the lineup in Detroit on May 2nd, 1939, it was thought that he never played in another baseball game. But there was one more. I'm Chris Epting, and this is Roadside Baseball, the podcast. Today we go to Kansas City, Missouri, to the site of Old Municipal Stadium, where Lou Gehrig played his last game ever. It's a good story. We'll get to it in just a bit. But first, some background on that great old park. There was a lot of history made there. August 9th, 1930, Smokey Joe Williams of the Negro League Homestead Grays struck out 27 Kansas City Monarchs and allowed just one hit in 12 innings. The losing pitcher, Chet Brewer, struck out 19 and allowed four hits. September 8, 1965, Kansas City A shortstop Burt Campanaris became the first man in modern baseball to play all nine positions in one game, but the A's lost 5-3 to three to the California Angels. And September 25, 1965, Satchel Paige, at age 59, pitched three scoreless innings against the Boston Red Sox in another of Charlie Finley's many Kansas City promotions. Municipal Stadium was home to four different teams from 1923 to 1972. It was once called Muehlbach Field and originally built as home base for the Negro League's Kansas City Monarchs and the Kansas City Blues, a minor league team of the Old American Association. The stadium was the early stomping grounds for such black baseball greats as Satchel Page and John Henry Lloyd, as well as many of the great players it developed as a longtime farm team for the New York Yankees. In 1938, the stadium was rechristened Rupert Stadium in honor of the Yankees' owner, Jacob Rupert, and a few years later, it was renamed Blue Stadium. From 1955 to 1966, now called Municipal Stadium, the Brooklyn Avenue ballpark was strictly big league, home to the Kansas City Athletics, relocated from Philadelphia. The ballpark was rebuilt with a double deck to accommodate more fans. Many Kansas Cityans will remember the 1960s primarily as the era of flamboyant Charles O. Finley, the innovative, always controversial owner who kept things stirred up with his contrary personality and futuristic ideas. Finley made ballpark changes that incurred the wrath of Commissioner Bowie Kuhn, paraded his mascot, Charlie O. the Mule, around the city and the stadium. He installed a small zoo and picnic area down the right field line and installed a mechanical rabbit named Harvey that would rise from the ground behind home plate to supply balls to the umpire. He also pulled off Bill Veck-like stunts that kept everyone shaking their head. Finley's final stunt was to make the A's disappear, however. He moved his club to Oakland in 1968, at which point the expansion Kansas City Royals were formed, and Municipal Stadium took on yet another tenant, a relationship that lasted until Royal Stadium, now Kauffman Stadium, was opened in 1973. But few fans know that Municipal Stadium played an emotional role in the tragic career-ending story of Lou Gehrig. It was in Detroit that the Iron Horse pulled himself out of the Yankees lineup, ending his 2,130-game streak on May 2, 1939. It's widely believed he never played again, but he did. More than a month later, on June 12th, when the Yankees played an exhibition game at Blue Stadium against their top farm club. A frail, weakened Gehrig, whose illness had yet to be diagnosed, 
played three innings. He batted once, eighth in the order, and grounded out to second base in his final professional at-bat. Gehrig cleanly handled four putouts while playing first base and was still traveling with the team at that point, but again had not yet been diagnosed as terminal. As Gehrig's teammate Tommy Heinrich was quoted as saying, he actually didn't want to do that in Kansas City, but Gehrig, for the sake of those fans, went up to home plate, unquote. The 23,864 fans who watched that game were part of the largest crowd ever to attend an exhibition game in the history of the American Association. The day after the game, the Yankees returned to New York while Lou Gehrig took a train to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, where he would soon learn the details of his fatal disease. The next month, in a stirring 4th of July ceremony at Yankee Stadium, Gehrig made his famous Luckiest Man Alive speech. Two years later, he was dead, leaving one of the most courageous, classiest legacies in baseball history. Municipal Stadium was demolished in 1976, and the site is now a community garden and park. A marker at the site documents the history of the ballpark. If you're going to see the Royals play, this is a great place to visit on game day. It's located a mile and a half southeast of downtown at the intersection of 22nd Street and Brooklyn Avenue. And if it's your first visit to beautiful Kauffman Stadium, located at One Royal Way, or if you're having a birthday or other event there, stop by one of the two guest services locations at Kauffman Stadium for a free official certificate. And don't miss the statues of the greats Frank White, Dick Hauser, and George Brett on the outfield plaza. Tours of Kauffman Stadium feature a variety of different options depending on how much access you're looking for, and they are much recommended. That's it for this episode of Roadside Baseball. I'm Chris Epting, and thanks for listening.